welcome to episode 25 of the Shim and Shin podcast. And we are doing a giveaway. <laughs> For those who entered our raffle from last week, we will be raffling off. One. Alright, are we starting? Oh, I yeah. thought you were going. We're starting. Okay, so everyone, thank you so much for coming back. Um, you know, we don't we don't take it for granted that you come back to listen to us every week. Um, so I just want to take a quick second to really acknowledge that and be thankful. And something I did in second grade was called the thankful 10 seconds. <laughs> So for 10 seconds, we're not going to say a word and we're just going to be thankful for all the things in our life. So um, as Miss Anderson said, class, the thankful 10 seconds now. (laughs) All right, everyone, we are back and we are so thankful (laughs) And we are so excited um, for another week. So, hey, shout yeah, out to you everyone? if you stayed around. Shout out to you if you actually yeah. stuck through those ten seconds. Um, they might have just turned us off. Yeah, at like second four. I guarantee you, at least five people use that ten seconds to remind themselves of what they're thankful for. Hmm. Mm. And that's awesome. all that matters. It is. How, how couldn't there be five if only four people listen? All right then. Um, so, how's everyone doing? It feels like it's been a while since we last spoke. Yeah, it has been about a, a week since we last recorded, so I guess that's a long time. Just about a week ago. Yeah, I mean, our our episode with Alex blew up, huh? Mm, a lot um, of good feedback. A lot of good feedback, for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of good yeah. feedback. Uh, for example, uh, who gave good feedback? Um. Probably uh, Andrew's fiance Josephine. I think she really resonated with it for some reason. So maybe that part about uh, making friends, new friends at a new church. Um, just a mm. just a guess. Just a guess. Oh, actually, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, no, this is no slight on Alex. You know, I thought it was a great episode too, but I was just kind of surprised at her saying this was the best episode. Um, yeah, like, but uh, it was good content. Yeah, you know, definitely. in retrospect. And uh, Alex is just a bank of wisdom, so that he was uh, a really good guest. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, great job, Andrew. Um, so, <laughs> any other shout-outs that we want to give everyone? Anyone? Oh, oh we were doing shout-outs. Oh, this was yeah. shout-outs time. Oh. Shin, do you have someone you want to shout out? Um, I actually don't. <laughs> Yeah. We're off to a hot start. We're off to a hot start this episode, huh? I, I have no one I want to give a shout out to. A- Andrew, what about you? Mm, I will maybe. Um, I don't know if she'll listen, but Esther Che Park came to the shop the other day, and she told me that she was just listening to our pod, and mm. um, I told her, "Don't say that out loud here." <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you know what's so funny? Um, you know how I was at MCO today? Mm-hmm. I think I got there right before your shift started. Uh, ECP was there, actually. And she said the same thing. Like, hey, I was just uh, listening to your pod. It's like, 
oh make sure you don't say that out loud <laughs> yeah i mean you know i really appreciate it of course i just don't uh i don't want any of my work people to listen to this hey um, shout out to um your coworker. let's give her a shout out andrew shout her out real quick the one who listens yeah you know what? The only one who did listen, my one of my coworkers, she stopped listening. So what? No, she doesn't deserve a shout out anymore. Okay, never mind. Mm. Wait, real quickly, uh, you guys went to Emco today? Yeah, I yeah, did. I worked there. Oh, nice. Oh, so <laughs> it was just like a, it was a one on one. It wasn't like a shimmishin meeting, right? Because uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it okay. most definitely was not a shimmishin meeting. Okay, mm. because I had no idea you guys were at Emco. So. <laughs> Just making sure we're all on the same page, because I mean, if if there was a meeting, I wouldn't went, but I, I oh, had definitely. no idea. So no, definitely, yeah, definitely. Okay. Nice, yeah, cool. No worries. We'll send all mm-hmm. updates through email. So just, just yeah. check your email. Sustainability, cool. scalability, vision. Um, we need all that. Mm. Yes. Nice. Um, I love the shout outs. Keep them coming, guys. But that's all the shout outs for me. I guess yeah. you guys call her ECP, but uh, yeah. Did you give her a free drink? No. Like, Shit, like you gotta I stop said, asking me that question. Yeah, I, like, now I feel pressured every time yeah, someone comes in. Don't no, do no, that, Kevin. No, because I'm sick and tired of people going to Andrew and asking for a free drink. It really it really just makes me angry. Kevin, like I said, it was right before um, Andrew came in for a shift. So, okay. we, yeah. But Andrew probably would have given her a free drink, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, dude, we've we've hooked her up many times because uh, yeah, even my my boss is like really friendly with her. So, mm. hey yo, yeah. um, I haven't shouted someone out. Shout out Joe. Um, that say coffee you guys have on drip, that it kind of hits. So shout out Who's to Joe. Joe, Joe um, you? <laughs> All right, Joe. Joe say. Joe Oh, okay. Y'all use code names now, huh? No, cool. this... no, Shin's so lost. <laughs> oh my goodness! So there's a coffee uh, roastery, coffee shop called Say mm-hmm. Coffee, in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. New York, which mm-hmm. is where we got our coffee and we put it on drip coffee. Yes, or today? Oh my yeah. god, it already seems like yesterday. Uh, but yesterday, yeah, actually, it's pretty good. All my troubles seem wow. so far away. Gonna try that one day, right? Joe Say Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so. Joe is Joe is Andrew's boss. Oh, Joe. oh that Joe. Yeah. And so Joe. Yes. And then the Say Coffee on Drip was good. Hey, um, we're spending way too much time here yeah, at the we, beginning. All right. All right. Come on. Let's wrap it up. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for the shout outs. Um, By I the way, uh, have you guys listened to uh, this pod on 1.5 speed before? <laughs> It seems pretty normal when Kevin speaks. Yeah, and it's so funny how Shin sounds completely normal on 1.5. <laughs> so for any of our listeners, I know that, you know, we sometimes have a hard time, you know, pro- progressing and moving forward. So if, you, if you're if you a little short on time, put us on 1.5 speed. I guarantee you, you won't miss anything. It'll almost seem normal. And uh, <laughs> if you do have a lot of time and you want to laugh, put us on 0.5 speed, half the speed. It's actually oh really goodness. funny. I was cracking up for a long time. Me and Josephine were cracking up because uh, it sounds so slurred. Like we sound drunk or like high. Yeah. And so it's super, it sounds super And funny. true. Maybe, maybe going forward, you just auto, you just put it in 1.5. Export at 1.5 so that mm. our listeners don't have to 1.5, you know? 
Then they'll listen to it at three times the speed, maybe. 1.5 times 1.5 is... Oh, I don't know. Is that Seven. wrong, man? Hey, um, Kevin, do we have icebreakers today? Of course we do. One point, what's 1.5 times 1.5? <laughs> All right, everyone. And for today's icebreaker, um, <laughs> is actually inspired by a conversation that uh, me, Shim, and some other friends were having uh, while we were waiting in line to get seated at Yard House. And um, I won't get into how the conversation started, but eventually it led to the question, um, what would you do if your, first we'll say your girlfriend, and then we'll say your wife um, cheated on you. Is that like an automatic divorce, or would you try to work it out? Um mm. And I guess what would hurt more, physical cheating or emotional cheating? Wait, Shin, if it leads to divorce, like, wouldn't it have to be married, like your spouse, not your girlfriend? Yes, great, great catch. Yes. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> this was a tough one. This is a tough one. This, this is tough. tough. It's more it's concrete for Andrew because you you have like a person right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we've talked about it before too obviously hmm. but i feel like until it happens you know it's kind of hard to really say what you would do yeah. and like mm-hmm. you can you can say like oh i would feel this way or like oh yeah i can easily forgive but until it actually happens you don't know how long it will linger how long it will you know like disrupt your trust and how long it will take for you to uh, rebuild that trust Hmm. if it's even rebuildable you know or like um recoverable but um hmm. i think i mean again i don't know if this is exactly what will happen but i imagine if it did happen i feel like it's pretty much a complete loss at that point mm. wow um i don't know maybe that's just the type of person i am i don't i feel I really feel like it's going to be hard for me to rebuild that trust and like hmm. It is what it is, you know. That that happened, and it's gonna stay that way. Like you can never go back and change that. And so every time I look at, um, you know, my my significant other, like, mm. I don't know. I think that's just gonna weigh over my head, and I don't know. It's gonna take a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of yeah. uh, grace of God and God's sovereignty to really like eliminate that. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, and even like physically or emotionally, I feel like, you know, contrary to popular talk, oh, can't talk. Yeah, you contrary good? to you popular, right, Jesus just almost had a freaking aneurysm. Oh, no. um, contrary to popular belief, I think physical cheating actually would be easier to get over. I mean, both are really hard, but wow. physical cheating, I feel like, for the most part. Uh, actually this is wrong but anyway I'm gonna say it anyway but it probably happened one maybe twice um, but I feel like emotional cheating probably had a lot of build up and continuity you know uh, because mm. you can't emotionally cheat like one time I feel like you know like there has to be some sort of relationship with this person where you like trust him uh, to like kind of you know emotionally cheat on you so I feel like an emotional cheating probably had, yeah, just a longer time period. And physical cheating, I don't know. It could have been a lot of things. It could have been like 
influence of alcohol. It could have been um, like just a scenario. I mean, of course, even that one, it could be a build up or a long time too. But um, yeah, hmm. I I feel like when we talked about a shin in our circle, like there were it was kind of like this was the tenor of um, our response where like emotional cheating would be harder. And I do agree. I think it emotionally like, you know, committing adultery is more like you don't just do it once. It's like a continual thing. Like you, um, like you don't just, I don't even know what like a one, one night stand would look like emotionally, you know, like you just tell like your deepest secret once and then like, you know, um, so yeah, there is that like period of like building up trust and then, um, you know, for my future wife or whatever hypothetical wife would be like, oh, like it's tough to kind of just go to someone and just automatically, you know, do that. So that would be tougher for sure, I think. Um, but in terms of like, if uh, someone did cheat, or if my hypothetical wife did cheat on me, I think um, I would try my hardest. Yeah, to kind of, um, this sounds weird, but like, you know, to empathize even and then just go through counseling and even mm. try to reconcile it. Um but yeah, I've seen firsthand of like just the the trauma and like the amount of trust that gets lost. So Shin, um, you really started us off hot, huh? With this icebreaker question. Yeah, I guess leading t- um, to the next point real quickly. Are you guys type types of people that would be more mad at like your wife or with the person she cheated you or cheated on? my wife hands down i was gonna ask that same question like what would your response be towards the guy and you know what shim said kind of i want to expand on that i think um obviously if she's your wife and she cheated on you like as crazy as it sounds like i think it's both parties fault obviously it's whoever cheated that person's fault more but it's never like a hundred percent that person's fault. I feel like you know, if a marriage is like healthy, and that takes two people to make it healthy, um, then I don't think you know the cheating would have really happened. But obviously, it was unhealthy and it was at a very vulnerable state, and so somebody somebody cheated. So I think you do have to look at yourself too in this scenario and see where did it go wrong and what what did I do or what didn't I do uh, to have like sustain this healthy marriage and with that said um this man who she cheated with um i might go to jail mm, i just put it tough. like that so tough <laughs> it's it's different like if if i came home and then i saw him i might go a hundred percent 90 percent i'll go to jail if <laughs> if she just came to me and like confessed to me like hey i've, I've been cheating with this guy then I I probably have a less chance of going to jail. But if I saw him in the flesh, like during the act, there will be blood. I'll just say. What <laughs> What if the dude is six six? Let's say that mm. the dude is DK Metcalf. You mm. you you're really going to jail? Um, no, I probably just die. You know, I die trying. <laughs> He'll be in the hospital. Uh, I respect yeah. that. I die trying. Mm. Mm. That's a good point, Andrew. 
um like yeah to get to the point where your so does cheat it probably means you've either been neglecting or very um not present so yeah i mean as much as it sucks to kind of come to grips with it there probably is a lot of unhealthy behavior and things going on so you can't have it you can't have it both ways there you're probably at to a lesser degree um at fault too so mm. man this shin great this, hmm, yeah did you have anything you want to say shin me i just want to hear you guys talk that's what i enjoy the most <laughs> But really, everything you guys shared, I agree with. I think I'll be more like Shim, where I would uh, fight to see if we can save save our marriage. Um, before, I think I was pretty straight on, like, let's just divorce. Um, you know, easy way out. Bible says it's okay. But I think as I get a little bit older, I think there's um, there's a lot on the line. And making a decision to divorce is is a pretty big decision. Um, and like Andrew, if I caught them in the act, someone will be in the hospital, whether it's me getting like destroyed by the other guy or me destroying the other guy. Um, Mm. but one of us will end up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And honestly, these are the kind of moments where like, truthfully, like it's going to be really, really hard to be a Christian and to have a Christian Mm. response. Because mm-hmm. as as much as I pray, like, I want to be a good follower of Christ. In that, in that exact situation, in that moment, like, I really don't know what would take o- over my body and my mind. Mm. And, you know, so I'm just praying that that will never happen, Dude, of course. Th- yeah, thank you for your honesty, Andrew. This is definitely a safe space. Um, but, you know, as, as we were talking about this, this is not a Christian podcast. Um, the story of of Hosea and Gomer uh, just comes to mind, you know? Wow. And uh, again, I, I'm no Hosea by any means, but I think that's just a beautiful picture of, Hey, actually we're all committing adultery. We're all committing oh, spiritual yes. adultery um, mm. every day, multiple times, numerous mm. times a day. And um, it's only by the grace of God that, mm. He he comes after us. He pursues us. He kicks the door down. Um, he leaves the ninety nine. Oh, the overwhelming! He, he catches us in the act every day, <laughs> every wow. single day. So, Kevin, I really appreciate you actually uh, making me think about the gospel a little bit more. Um, great icebreaker yeah. question. Thank you, thank you. Wow. Um, honestly, like. I'm I'm okay ending it here, you guys. Like <laughs> our we, listeners, they might be shook when they see this episode, and it's only twenty minutes. Like, what what happened? You know. But um, Andrew and Shim just messaged me that I can't end it here, so I must keep going on. Um, <laughs> no, so we as we no, wrap we up our it. icebreaker, um, we gotta hit the ad break, right? Um, yes, we yes. made before we started recording. We kind of calculated how much money we made, and I'm gonna say it. We made fifty bucks. No, so, we made thirty. Oh, we 30. made thirty bucks. Walter, please come back. Please come back, Walter. Walter. Please. We're we're sorry we tricked you. We're sorry. Uh, but honestly, who knew we would make money, right? Even if it's one dollar, thirty. Yeah, actually, I'm amazed at how much yeah. we raised. Hmm. We raised 
Yeah. Um, but all right, hit it with the ad, Shim. <laughs> that was really smooth, Kevin. Really, really smooth. <laughs> hit it with the ad. Shim. <laughs> hit it, hit it, hit it. And thank you for sticking around for our ad break. Uh, for you, it might just be 30 seconds of listening to a bunch of random stuff. But for us, it's a sign of support, a sign of partnership. Yo, I'm going to confess right now. When I listen to our pods, I listen through the ad break so that we can make a more revenue. <laughs> Save thank you, thank you. Save you. <laughs> oh, so you didn't listen to the entire ad, right? I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works, but I, just in case, I just listened through it. Mm. Same here, man. Well, Jen, if you, anyone you knows, seem like a, you seem like a skip through the ad kind of guy. I don't think Shin even starts starts the read. I don't think Shin even listens to the pod. Yeah, I don't think he does. To be honest, you guys, I've only listened to the first like two episodes, <laughs> and then I forgot. It's my bad. I'll try to listen next time. No, but, that's um, cool. Don't worry. No, yeah, no. It is maybe we're we're kind of weird, Andrew, that we actually listen to our episodes. No, does no, that no. mean we're yeah, like no. narcissistic or like what does that mean? I think I listen to typically the ones with guests more. Mm. Like I will like actually listen through all of it, but when it's just us three, usually maybe I'll listen to like halfway through, and mm. it's not like I have to finish it, but. Mm. I mean, this sounds like I'm boasting, but sometimes I really do think like, oh, our our part is pretty funny, or this episode's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's not too bad to listen to like myself, yeah. to comma myself, not listen to myself. Too nice. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Shin, take us take us away. Cool, cool. All right, everyone. So. Um, today's topic is something that we've been thinking about for quite some time now, um, and for quite some and time. quite some time. And the title of today's topic is "The Lost Art of Family Dinners." Wow! Yeah. So, how do we how do we come up with this? Well, let me tell you how. Um, one day, I was eating dinner with my family, and after I ate. I just went outside and I was just sitting on a chair and I was thinking mm. before COVID, how many times did I eat with my family? Mm. Never because I, I didn't live with them. And then that made me think, okay, well, before I, I before um, I graduated, how many times did I eat with my family? Never because I was in college. So... I've made it what around seven years since I like ate consistently with my family, and now mm. because of COVID, um, at least Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, at the very least, those four days for sure, I eat with mm. my family every day. Mm. Um, so it made me think. Um, I think for me now, I've hit a point where family din- dinners are just kind of like uh, repetitive, um, and. I kind of want us to kind of talk about like what family dinners meant for us growing up, um, mm. what it means now, and I guess how we should cherish those moments. Because um, mm. we never know. Yeah. So right now you're you're telling me like your entire family, you guys like meet in the dining room and you guys eat like at a table together. 
Correct. So I guess I could kind of share first how our setup is because we have the same setup every day. Wow. My grandpa eats in his room just because it's easier for him. And he usually eats um, something different from all of us. So he usually just has like soup. Um, so here's a small table that we bring to him. And then we set up our table. So it's me, my grandma, my dad, and my mom. And then the four of us, we eat together every day. Mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. and we have a, we have an exact same format. So, the head of the table is my grandma. To her left is me. Mm-hmm. To her right is my mom, and then to my mom's right is my dad, and in between them is Simba. So that is <laughs> for the last year. That is how our family has been eating. Wait, where's Brian? Um, he's back at Loma. Uh, okay. You're telling me Simba has a seat at the table? No, Simba has a throne at the table. That is so <laughs> tough. Absolutely so, tough. Simba must be the most princess dog I've ever met in my entire life. He he actually might be, but that's another topic. But um, I guess he gets his own like dish or meal too. Well, he has his own plate. Of course he. Has. I know, but Every does he eat kibbles on the plate, or does he eat like part of the carby or whatever? Oh no, he dude, he eats part of the the, the family's oh, dinner. Oh my goodness! With the Jeez. side of his uh, dog food. Jeez. Wait, but, so then, I have more questions. Um, all right, so what? Do you guys like? Do you guys talk during dinner, or are you on your phone, or is the TV on? Or mm, good question. So I'm never on my phone at dinner. Um part of the reason why is because I'm usually charging it during that time. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, you know, dinner's like what? Dinner's not even that long. I don't need to be on my phone. But one thing, one big thing about our family is we usually like to have the TV on in the background. Even since, ever since I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. So usually, we usually have, a, my parents and my grandma, they love trot, um, which is uh-huh. a, you know, Korean, you know, it's hot these days, but we usually have a trot show in the background. Um, and yeah, it's just us. And I mean, we talk here and there, but most of the time is, is just eating. Hmm. Yeah. So do you have any more questions, Andrew? Cause I was going to ask these questions later, but I mean, <laughs> you know, anything else you want to know about my life? No, I think. no. Okay, well, I, got, I got the picture. You got the picture. All right. Well, well. Before you, you draw the picture, um, we gotta get a notebook. We gotta get a pencil. So we gotta kind of set the mood. So mm. my question for you guys is: Growing up, what were family dinners like? Were they mm. non-existent, or were they mm. something you looked forward to? You know. Um... That is a really good question, Kevin. I think it wasn't it wasn't uh as long as I can remember it wasn't really a regular part of our family's rhythm. Um I think starting maybe like junior high, so after elementary school, um we just I I can't remember. Like I'm sure we did eat um together. But I think it's because, like, uh, as I shared, you know, in the past pods, too, like, I was at, like, 
um, a daycare until like third, fourth grade, you know, um, and then we get picked up around dinner time and like it was kind of scattered all over the place. So um, at least like for sure, since like middle school, like I think I ate dinner like we all had different schedules of like when we would eat too. Um, I think in my rebellious face too, like I would like eat dinner after um, the rest of my family. So it would be maybe like my parents and Eunice, you know, and then mm-hmm. like, that didn't really matter to me, but um, there was a stretch of time during COVID, like for sure when um, we were all together at home um, for the first time in like, well, like seven years that like we would, you know, more often do it, but it wasn't like uh it wasn't like something that was stressed or like emphasized. And I think a lot of it is on me. I think it's just kind of like whether I'm intermittent fasting or like whether like, oh. you know, I came home later, you know, it's like I would just eat whenever was more convenient for me. Or like these days I would, you know, I usually eat, you know, in my room um, just because like my eating schedule, exercise and all that is like, you know, off. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Does that make me a a bad son, bad family member, or a little bit? Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. But I'm the same. Uh, <laughs> family dinners. What is? What are they? Low mm. key, I haven't had like a family dinner at home. Yeah, in a very very long time. Besides, Probably... like when you go out to like celebrate like a birthday or something, right? Right. So like like outside of occasions or holidays like yeah we really haven't um but that's kind of been the culture at my house for a long time similar to shin we always um our family is very fixated on tv and it was definitely like a mandatory thing during all of our dinners so Mm -hmm. when we did on the rare occasion like eat like when we were younger we would always play some kind of like Korean TV show <clears throat> set up the little foldable mini table the Korean ones mm-hmm. and then sit around that hold and... up the mini table or the mini table <laughs> uh, the, don't the... get that drug but Andrew actually side note <laughs> um our family uses that table right now the yeah, side. so yeah, so yeah. we sit on the floor usually we never yeah. really mm. ate, ate at a dining table um yeah and then we would eat and watch whatever x-men or you know oh um, x-men <laughs> or whatever yes. so uh, yeah that's like my memory of family dinners and i feel like you know like as i'm getting ready for marriage like i think these are like small things that are going to hmm. be kind of like clashing with you know how josephine came up you know i'm sure i don't know exactly what her situation was but like we or for me like I need to kind of like rethink about how I want my family to look like, you know, are we going to all like properly eat together at the mm. dining table, like phones put away, you know, or are we mm. going to eat like distracted or by yourself in your room when you have time or, you know, like, cause that's how it is right now. I, I just eat whenever I get home or. But I know. mean, you get home late too because of work yeah. and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everything's all jumbled and mixed up. Um, but yeah, that's a good question because yeah. yeah, I feel like that aspect of family, the art of family dinners has definitely mm. been lost. Mm. You have to recover it, Andrew, because like for you, Josephine and your future seven kids, like you need to make mm. sure you get that culture set, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, 
uh, maybe the culture will be for the seven kids. Like if you guys aren't at the dinner table at seven, hmm. uh, you'll have three minutes to get there. Yeah. And there's no dinner for you today. Extremely tough. I like that. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Let's rediscover it. Let's dive in right now. <laughs> Jump Kevin, this ocean. is like, again, like all of our listeners that I've been tagging along, like they know family is huge for you. So like, I see genuine concern in your eyes, like genuine care of like, yo, what is wrong with these dudes? Right? No, no, no. Like, let me explain. Hmm. And for a lot of people who think I'm a big family guy, um, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of, I feel like I'm, I have, I have a mask on because mm. like, good. People it's need a to know, pandemic. Like, yeah. Uh, mask on. I was in Riverside. Then I lived in Torrance. Then I lived in Buena Park. So it's like seven years of mm. little interaction with my family. So I am by no means a, a big family guy, but going back to the original question, Wait, but so, yeah, Shin, you, I feel like family dinners do mean the most to you out of us three. Yeah, I feel like I think there's a big reason why. And also, you probably are the only one out of us who's like, "Oh, I wonder what's for dinner today." <laughs> no, that's a huge. That's, I ask my mom every day. <laughs> yeah, like um, me and Shim, I'm sure we come over like, "Oh, like, oh my, is there pop or like, is there food?" And then you know, we'll just eat whatever. But you kind of, yeah. you you have a itinerary going on for the week. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, because I think this topic, you know, when I brought it up, I really brought it up as a joke. I didn't think we were going to talk about this, but a, a big reason why this, this idea even popped into my head is I think my childhood played a big factor in how I view family dinners. Hmm. Um, but, you know, you guys know that we did, we housed a lot of fobs in our house during my childhood. Uh, right. So... And in particular, we had like two youngs that were with us for like quite some time, like during my like my puberty stage. Yeah. So. Soko. Yep, and David. So. And David. Growing up, obviously, you know, being a young kid, I that I was, I want to you know talk to them as much as possible. Um, mm. I want to bother them. I just want to hang out with them. Mm. Um, and I feel like, as a kid, dinner time was the only time where. I could talk to them because that's the only place where they couldn't ignore me. Cause other times they could just be in a room. Um, they could, you know, they could just close the door and I have no, I have no power, but at dinner we are all equal and we are all They're eating. Stuck. They have they to listen stuck. to you. That's so, <laughs> so cute. That's so cute. At a young age, I remember I, I didn't even care about eating. So it's funny because um, when, when my mom made kimchi jjigae, like I would never get spam because they would just eat it all right away. Yeah. But but for me, <laughs> there's one question I always ask them every time we ate dinner, and it was, uh, "What did you guys eat for lunch today at school?" I don't I don't know why, but You're I felt like that was just a, I was yeah. a, I was super curious. Um, but I feel like dinner time was the only time where I could talk and and just hear this and then you know have a conversation yeah. with them. So, I think that, um, yeah, mm. I think that played a huge factor in how I view not just family dinners, but just eating with friends in general. I I don't like eating. I don't like being in a rush when I eat. Mm. Um, and I enjoy uh, in, enjoy talking to other people. Well, Shin, but, I was going to ask, since you're the only one who grew up with 
kind of other like a brother and other males in the house mm-hmm. uh, besides your dad. I mean, me and Shim, we got sisters, so I don't. I feel like we don't really have, run into this issue. But from what I hear from my friends and like people who have brothers, uh, fighting over food was a huge thing. Mm. Um, like, I think you know, Pajega, he grew up with a brother, and you know, Pajega yeah. a burly man. He's a he's a pretty yeah. big man, and he has an older brother. And uh. he would tell me that anytime like food comes out or like. Let's say there's like a bowl of kerajim. They will literally before they eat, they would cut it. They would uh, divide it like in mm. half exactly, and they yeah. would look at it and say like, "Okay, that's fair." Yeah, and then they would eat their half of it, um, <laughs> and they would, uh, yeah, like divide and fight over panchan and mm. probably whatever the meat dish is. Yes. all the time. So Shin, was it like that for you guys, dude? Or it, did it's you like just that for every lose? household. I lost, of course. Well, it depends. If my mom saved it for me, then I would win. <laughs> but I, so I think so I had a really bad habit when I was growing up of saving like the best part for last. It was just in my nature. Like I would just save it because I had to cherish that moment, that that bite. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think you, there are ways where you could kind of like um. Like it definitely grows your skill in how to um secretly like get food um just how to be smart um but yeah it was really every man for himself at the dinner table mm. mm-hmm. Andrew, especially kogi. Like, exa- exactly like kogi and stuff yeah uh, maybe not for you andrew but we're both guys and we're both firstborns too so like maybe i don't know but like my mom like and i i like appreciate it but i also don't like it about her like she would make sure that I got my like carby, like my pieces of meat. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she would make sure I got my portion. And then like, obviously like Eunice, I know you're listening. You'd always, she would <laughs> always be like, Hey, like how come you, you know, you favor Opa so much and all that stuff. And um, so, yeah, I never went mm-hmm. through that, Kevin. I'm so sorry. You did have to. Dude. Do <laughs> I just thought of a super funny story, but. David Young, he was a he was a bigger guy, and this guy would, he would eat like his meat half raw sometimes, just so he could get. <laughs> no way. And I'm yeah, like, I just imagine heck? you guys watching the Kogi cook on the what is it? You know the gas the yeah. portable <laughs> ones, and then he's just going at it when it's not even cooked. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one that told me it's okay to eat your meat a little red. Um, <laughs> before I thought he was gonna die, but. <laughs> realize it was normal but i will um, say though when we did have meat at home i like like we for sure would have to gather around like when we're you know on the portable um those mm-hmm. i remember like every time we ate meat at least like earlier on in my childhood too like because like you it's no good to have like you know meat that was cooked like hours ago yeah. you know what i mean so actually those memories and anything like communal like um korean barbecue or like shabu shabu or stuff like that like those are the ones that kind of like stick out in my memory. Mm. Yeah, I never really had to compete for food, so I'm thankful for that. Um, I feel like the only thing me and my sister did clash on for food. I mean, it was never dinner, but it was always just like chips. You know, uh, I would always have my favorite chips, and you know, I know she ate some of mine, and sometimes, you know. Like even to this day, like if I don't have chips around, yeah, I'll go to her room, look for whatever she's <laughs> she's munching on, and I'll steal it if she's not home. 
Not um, eat it all. <laughs> Andrew, does she like does Esther like um, stale chips too? Well, I mean, maybe she does. I mean, I'm sure she's stolen a lot of my stale chips, but <laughs> that's one of my tactics is to eat exactly. stale chips. Exactly. You know? yep, no one else. Stale chips. <laughs> it worked three hilarious. years in our house, so. <laughs> hmm. Hey, hey Kevin. But... Um. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say one thing that came to my mind is I think that's what makes like dinner in Asian households are so big because a lot of the food is very communal. Mm. Like, you know, if you order like American food, like you could eat a burger in your room, you could eat chicken wings in your room. Right. But like something about panchan and like just like that one bowl of jiga, like you got to yeah. eat it with other people. Um, mm. It's too much work to put all of that in a separate like plate well, and then take it to your yeah. room. Well, you know what? Let me tell you something some, something profound, okay? Food is actually a very, very important thing in family. And mm. if you think about the the wording of food in Korean, is umshik, right? Mm-hmm. And that shik is also the same shik for shikgu. So there's literally <sighs> uh, like a communal aspect to food. Wow. And or when you say like shiksa or like shikdang, you know? No, it's like, that's all the same. <laughs> uh, I think I think this is right, but yeah, that's the same shiku, you know. Mm. So, food is uh, meant to be enjoyed together. I think, especially that is in Asia, so profound. Yeah, um, context. Yo, um, that's like very like the picture I have right now is um. So I, I uh, started reply nineteen ninety four. 88 definitely is the best um, so far. But I think each episode, um, there's at least like one scene where all of the, the kids are, um, they all have like breakfast together, like mm. all like all of the people of the boarding house. And that's where like the plot is driven forward of like the parents will ask like, oh, you know, how is um, how are you doing? How should I do? And then like they share something and then that'll like trigger something. And that's where like the that's I guess very like metaphorical for like our families too. Like Andrea, as you're sharing, it's like that is where we find out like, oh, like Kevin wants to know what Brian did today or like what Sokoyong, you know what I mean? What he ate for lunch? And that's like so annoying. <laughs> that's the one place you can do that. Um, and that makes me a little bit sad because I'm realizing like I lose out on on those opportunities. Um, maybe it's because like we didn't. I didn't have it too much. Like I didn't know like what I was even missing out on of like, because we're not, you know, like used to, or it's like a little bit awkward to, you know, just like even share those things or ask those questions. It's like, Hmm, that makes me think. Um, and just kind of seeing the significance of that. But yeah, I just thought I interject a little bit. Hmm. Wow. Um, let that soak in. Let that soak Let in. Let that soak in, guys. Let it soak in. Um, yeah, this is it's actually like a beautiful topic to talk about because mm-hmm. I feel like, and then I, you, Andrew, you kind of touched on this earlier, but small things like this is something that we're going to think about of how we're going to lead our future families. Um, mm-hmm. Like for me, I like, of course, I'm not going to be like the strict standard, like Korean dad who. Everyone needs to wait, you know, until I sit down to eat. Like, luckily, my dad's not like that. Like, I just start eating. Um, 
like if he's still doing something mm-hmm. um but at the same time i want like our my when i have a family and kids i just want dinner time to be the one time where everyone will stop what they're doing and then just relax whether it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then well, we could just enjoy me, like when I was younger and I would go over to my friend's house and then I stayed over for their family dinner, like it was so much pressure. Like I, I think that's what I appreciate oh, yeah. about my household. I mean, of course it's my house, so I feel more comfortable, but because of the lax nature in our house, like of like not having such strict family dinner time. Um, when I went to other people's houses, I was like, Oh man, like I got to think about my manners, like how I use my chopsticks. Uh-huh. Um, like, you know, when you like go in for some soup with the spoon, like make sure no chikugis, you know, stay in there and like keep <laughs> oh. it clean for everyone. So like there's so many things to like think about. I remember like not enjoying joining my friends' family dinners. It's just mm. so much pressure. Yeah, and, like, that's a good point. They don't they don't leave the TV on, you know, it's like all you hear is clanking and like that's the thing about even Korean family, like they don't even really talk, they just eat. Yeah. You know, so it's even more like yeah. You know, but uh, that just reminded me of, of like upright and kind of traditional Korean households who have like actual, you know, family dinner times. Or, hmm. uh, but yeah, that does that does make me think about how my future family will look like, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of going off of that, I have a funny story. Um, I was eating at my friend's house, and her dad's actually a chaplain, and and just that alone, and you're kind of kind of makes you nervous, but. I remember just sitting there and and I kid you not, we had like pop, kimchi, miyokuk, but then they gave us milk. And I was like, who the hell drinks milk with Korean food? And in my mind, I was like, this is like, I love milk, but I would never eat it with, like, I would never drink it with kimchi, you know? Mm. And and yeah, I just thought of that memory in a oh, horrible dinner. But um, Shim, you were going to say something? Yeah, I mean, um, I just had a question um, as, as we were talking about it, too. Like, is it just me or, like, my mom, like, she's, she, I think every day she asks me, like, what do you want to eat for dinner? And to me, like, again, since we don't have that culture, it's more just, like, food is sustenance. Like, I'm honestly, like, good with whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, like, you don't have to put so much like stock into what i want or like how like you know like care about what i want because for me it's just like yo i just need to make sure um i'm refueled after i run or like you know i i'm just good you know but i think for my mom it's just like she cares so much about like what the family wants to eat like um yeah like is that just me or is it like you guys too or 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 do do your moms or like your families just have like a strict like schedule of just like hey mondays we like kimchi tuesdays like you know stuff like that dude that's so funny because i was just talking about this with someone but i might i feel like shin's family might be a little different because shin's mom is actually really good at cooking Mm. but my at least my uh family and i know there are a lot of other Korean families like this, but in one week, typically, in no particular order, the schedule will be some sort of um, kare at least one time during, during the week. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, the just the difference would be, is this hogogi or tejigogi, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then probably uh, like tenjangjigi or kimjijigi on one of the days. Mm-hmm. 
my mom kind of always threw in like spaghetti in there throughout the mm. week with the garlic bread, like you know, super easy, yeah. super light. Um, yeah, I mean, I think those three dishes were like a staple every week. Mm. Um, and then some probably other kind of like cook pops or miyoko yeah, or yeah. uh, or something is, like your, is your fat are your families like big into like fish too? Like, I think, oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Like we will have like a chike. Um, my mom for some reason like it's like clockwork. Like every like Thursday, like she makes a grocery trip to um like American market, and I think it's like earlier on in the week for Korean market. So like Thursdays, she'll make like ribs, like pork ribs, you know, and like she'll she'll mess with the different like. Like one week it'll be like, oh my, like no mameo, like too much, too much gochujang, you know. But then she'll mix it up, you know. She'll take that feedback, take it into account, and then it'll it'll be a little bit more like classic ribs, you know. Um, oh. She'll have like ribs. Uh, she'll do like fr- one day, like Wednesdays, it'll be like fried, you know, like shrimp, fried everything, Whoa. you know what I mean. And then like we'll have a cook, and we'll have like you know, like maybe like on the weekends we'll have like meat and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know why she asked me because it's like usually we eat the same thing. Um, maybe it's chicken or the egg. It's because I never like ask for something that like you know we'll just stick with the schedule. But that's so funny because like it seems like there's like a the schedule like an internal schedule that like our moms have, huh? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like my mom, there's no real schedule, but of course, like we repeat a lot of stuff, like. You know, kimchi, kogi, whatever. Um, but my mom is is like really competitive with herself, mm. so she she tries to uh, make a lot of new dishes, which I'm lucky because my mom knows my uh, palate really well. So, yeah. so she uh, she makes things that I like. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, I I enjoy like of course I don't watch her cook all the time, but I enjoy just seeing what she's making, um, and then it usually. So you know curious. makes me <laughs> makes me ask like oh like what it was for dinner you know um Shin, my of idea that... of you was more like oh Shin's so cute like a little kid like oh hey hello like what'd you do today but now slowly it's becoming like thing maybe Shin was just like a really annoying kid just no i wasn't always annoying. popping your head in the kitchen like hey hello, what you cooking i'm the type of kevin, guy that already told you fridge. i already told you kevin <laughs> i'm the guy that opens the fridge for no reason and i just close it when I have nothing else to do, um, hey, I don't know. If- I, I'm with you, brother. I do that too. <laughs> I I went like 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, hey, maybe maybe I forgot something, or maybe I missed something. No, yeah. I, I guess that's just a normal thing, right? But I, I have a really bad habit of just opening both the fridge and freezer, knowing I'm not going to eat anything, and I'm not even yeah. like looking at it by closing. But, um, yeah, um, dang. Family dinner. Hey, I, have, I have another question for you. What is your guys' favorite dish that your mom makes? One dish. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm. I mean, for Kevin, it's tough because, like you said, like your mom makes a lot of things, a lot of new things, mm-hmm. too. It's hard, but I think oh. I, ha- hmm. I, ha- I have an answer. And it, it changed. But from from when I was a young boy... To the end of high school, I always told my mom for my birthday, I want to eat pasta. 
and she would always make me white pasta. But mm. since college and now, like especially like before COVID, when I would visit home, I would just want to eat her kai bichim and kimchi jjigae and a bowl of rice. Mm. That's that's all I wanted. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And I don't know about you guys, but I love my kimchi jjigae a day old. I feel mm. like it just tastes better. I, yeah, I I think that's the that's the pattern with me. Like I like my ramen day old. I like my ramen. cereal day old. I like oh no, just okay. kidding. Just, yeah, just I kidding. Gonna, just, I was a, I was about this. Is this, is no, this no, a shim no. joke <laughs> bad, or a bad joke? Bad joke. <laughs> like you know, okay, but I agree with you, Kevin. Is what mm. I was trying to say. I like I like it aged a little bit, mm. but no, I would Stale say chips. Different, different, a little bit different, not soup. Um, but yeah, like the answer for me is like my mom's kimchi jjigae is like just the just the go to. Like, um, she she mixes it up here and there, she'll maybe add like some gifts to it, but usually it's just kimchi, um, spam, and then like tubu. But like for some reason, that just conjures up like childhood um yes maybe, maybe it's just the the spam i don't know like i yeah. love spam so maybe that's Get why too but like yeah man Yo, yeah. mine is uh it's not exactly chaebukbokum but it's kind of like a mm. spicy like tejigogi mix that she makes that's probably my favorite mm. um but i was gonna ask you maybe we can pull this in instagram too but Classic. guys i mean Shim, your answer is probably kimchi jjigae, but I was going to say kimchi jjigae or tenjang jjigae. Easily kimchi jjigae for me. Only my mom's kimchi jjigae. If not, I feel like more people, like some kimchi jjigae I've had are so, like, they're just so normal. I would rather just eat tenjang jjigae. Really? But... I feel like kimchi jjigae is more... Mm, I don't know how to describe it, but for me, tenjang jjigae has... It's so much more like homey. I don't know why. Hmm. Like it, it just reminds homey. me of home. Like it's so hearty for me. So that would be my choice. Like for me, kimchi jjigae can be the main course for me. But like if I'm eating uh, tenjang jjigae, I need like a like a meat dish or something mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason. Like it's just something on the side. It's a panchan, not like a main like course. You know? Yeah. And when you get it at the end of a Korean barbecue, right? Right. It's amazing. Do you guys like spamming your kimchi jjigae, by the way? Love it. I love right? it. Right? That, that's like the go-to meat in, kim, in kimchi jjigae for me. Yeah. Then it's kind of becoming a little puri jjigae a little bit, but... Um... No, I don't like puri jjigae. I actually don't like puri jjigae. They're different. They they are. They are. They're different. Hmm. But... Yeah, man. Wow. This is such a deep, deep Shin's conversation. Transition. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, anyone have anyone else have anything they want to say? I just think it's really funny. Out of all of this talking, my main takeaway is that Shin was a curious child. <laughs> but I don't know why that's like so funny because when I met Shin, Shin didn't seem like a curious guy, you know, and he never. He never seemed to me like the guy was like always pestering people with questions and like, what are you up to? What are you doing? Like, what did you do? What did you eat? But in hindsight, 
Maybe Shin does ask a lot of questions. No, I think I got scarred because of them. Because they would ask me, why the heck? Why do you? No, they always said, you ask too many stupid questions. That's what Sokoyan would always say to me. He said, he said, at the end of the day, why does it matter to you what I ate, ate for lunch? It makes no difference Holy in your moly. life. Yeah. Holy and moly. When I think of it like that, I'm like, you know what? It, it really makes no difference in my life knowing what you ate for lunch. Hey, it's mm. okay. You know, we all need a little small talk sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> You know, I can my... picture you. I can picture you, Shin. Like once you're off to college, that scarred you. Like that stayed in your mind. So you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not gonna ask any questions. Like they're just gonna no hate question. me. Like I can't yeah. mess this up. Oh. Hey, I, feel free to ask as many questions as you want, Kevin. We're here for you. Oh, I hate asking just questions. Um, just be you, man. But you know, I think another part of the family dinner is that my mom. Tra- I don't know about you guys, but did you guys have, because you guys were the oldest, so I don't know. But as the youngest, I was in charge of setting up, like putting all the panchan from the fridge to the table, um, mm-hmm. getting everyone's chopsticks. Uh, and then back then, we had to sign cups. So I had to give everyone their sign colored cups. It's <laughs> um, <That's> so cute. <laughs> so I feel like that is still in, instilled in me. Like, you still when do I that eat with people. Yeah. Like, well, we don't have colored mm-hmm. cups anymore, but. I had to bring all the chokorag and panchan. Mm. And even when I eat with friends, I feel like it's not even because I want to be nice. It's just programmed right. in me to to help right. set up the the table. Mm. But no, as the no, oldest, I, I never really you guys did like that? that. Same. Eunice does yeah. that. Um. <laughs> if anything, I'll help a little bit with cleanup. But no, I'm only there to eat. No, I just, my business. name gets called when it's ready. Yep. All business. Dude, that's a that's a classic older brother mindset, man. You guys are the real jerks, the real true menaces of society. <laughs> I don't move till my name's at least called four times. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, try to that? clean up. Yeah, I I try to do sargoji, but my mom's just like, "Hey, you're just gonna waste more water. Like, get away." <laughs> okay. oh, I mean, I guess. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I don't know why, but Korean's mom they like hate it when their kids do dishes because they think it's a waste of water as if yeah. like you know extra two seconds is going to change anything but uh, my mom is pretty efficient though like yeah uh, she does have a their point. moms are different yeah they're built different they really yeah. are shout out to all moms out there serious hey happy happy mother's day it was mother's day this past sunday happy mother's day happy yeah mother's so day. it actually leads to kind of our last point so I'm going to give everyone 30 seconds to kind of just leave a, a voice message to their moms. Shit, you watch oh. too many Korean TV shows. <laughs> so, Shin, Hey, this, yeah, this is cute. Yeah. Starting with you, man. Anything you want to say to to Mama Shim? Should I do it in English or Korean? Uh, whatever you prefer. I, mean, I know you're good in Greek, so you could do Greek too. Yeah. Uh, I, I just know how to read and write. I can't really speak oh. it, but... um. All right. Yo, this is really weird, actually, when you think about it. <laughs> it's not weird. I'm getting emotional right now. Should we play some sad music? I'll edit some sad okay, music. Okay. Okay. Hey, put in. Please Dear put in. Uh, Don't worry by Ejuk from '88. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that's, that's some God. Uh, but uh, you know what's so funny is I can't help but think since my sister listens to this, she's for sure gonna show this to my mom. Oh. <laughs> so like. 
<laughs> do it, Eunice. You better do it. All right. Hey, mom. Uh... <laughs> Dang, we might actually get some. Yo, what's going some on? Tears. tears out here today. <laughs> uh, uh, yo, what is happening? All right. Uh, hey, mom. Um... <laughs> uh oh. Yo, this is weird. <laughs> uh oh. Hey, Kevin, come back to me, man. Kevin, come back to me. Oh, Shim, you got me already a little emotional right now. For those Yo, of you, this who... is not in our notes. This is not Pe- in our people notes, who, man. People who can't see right now, um, Shim actually had a letter. Because we didn't know about this, so I told everyone to bring a letter. And Shim's having a hard time trying to read it, so. It's okay, man. Hey, come back to me. Come back to me, Kevin. Oh, oh, we're skipping this part? Just come back to Shim. Oh, come back. Um, Andrew, what do you want to say to mom? Um... I'll say it in English because, uh, you know, someone's in the room. So, mm. um, hey, mom, <laughs> how are you? <clears throat> mm. Wait, is this like a like a direct letter, or am I talking about her? A direct letter. Holy direct moly! A direct letter, God. knowing that she, you know, she won't ever hear it. Except my mom. Except exception's mom. <laughs> Eunice. Actually Eunice, as a as a supporter, please don't show this to your mom. We want this to be authentic and genuine. Um No, I want you to show it to her. Anyway, um Hey mom, uh thank you for, you know, past twenty six years of my my life and it's crazy to think. Um uh, in September, I'll be upping and leaving the nest. And so I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And um, one thing that kind of weighed heavily on my heart recently is like my sister would tell me um, that like when I'm not home, you would cry a lot about the thought uh, of me leaving soon. And yeah, that like, you know, really weighs heavily on my heart. So that makes me a little bit yeah, sad to think about. But um, obviously, I'm just very thankful for you and uh, for everything that you do and you've done. And I feel like out of the whole family, I know probably the most of what you've gone through and I have nothing but love and respect for everything that you you have done and, and so I'll do my best to lighten the burden on your shoulders and support you as much as I can and enjoy these last four or five months I have left you know being like your son under your household and, uh, to be the best son that I can be and yeah um, thank you for all the family dinners you've cooked for us and for the the that you make and <laughs> this is a very weird 
episode we're having today, but thank you and uh, happy Mother's Day. Jeez, man. Uh, I, don't, I really don't think we can continue, guys. <laughs> what that the? Was, maybe this is too. That was I, I absolutely tough. That was absolutely tough. Guys, wow. on my wedding day, it's going to be a wreck. Like, I'm going to be a wreck. Oh, my gosh. Yo. How did we end up here? How did we end up here, man? Uh, yeah. I was completely joking, right. guys, but this Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Shin or Shim, you guys gotta go. And by the way, the only time I've seen Shin cry was uh, at our senior banquet at KCM. Uh, you know, I I secretly reached out to all the seniors' parents, which was a freaking mission. Yeah. Um, but I got it. And uh, I asked them to send a video, like congratulating their their son or daughter. And I compiled a video and I showed it at the senior banquet. And she fall like a little baby. No, I, I only cried because of the hype. It was all just the first time like, I've seen mood. him cry. Everyone else is crying, so I feel like I had to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shem, do you have a letter to mom ready for you? <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, hey mom, uh, you're. You're uh, in the other room sleeping right now, but yeah, thank you so much for everything that you've done. Um, I remember uh, the first time I told you that I was considering pastoral ministry, and even though you didn't say it, I knew it was a hell no, um, knowing everything that went through uh, with Appa. So yeah, I appreciate you asking me every day. What do you want to eat for lunch? What do you want to eat for dinner? And then having to listen and yeah, listen to me say, I don't care. Anything's good. It's just food. Um, I appreciate all those meals that you made and provided. And yeah, this is so weird. I'm getting uh, I'm getting uh, memories of uh, when I recorded that uh, one song for you. Um, Mother's Day years ago so yeah thanks thanks uh, I'll, I'll try to uh, join the family for dinner more often now and yeah we'll see it we'll see how that goes so uh, happy belated Mother's Day <laughs> and yeah I'll see you in the morning I'll uh, I'll try to give you an answer tomorrow dang you better Shin, give her I can't a damn tell anymore, man. You better give her a damn answer. I can't answer, tell anymore. Man. I'll give her an answer. I'll give her you an better, answer. You better effing tell her what you want for dinner, man. I will. I will. And it I better will. be a good damn answer. That's all I care about. Wait, it's it's Friday tomorrow though, so you know, I'll give her an answer. I'll give her an answer. Oh man, so how does that feel, Shim? Kind of just. Well, Shim, you better go. You, yeah, Shim, you no, better skip no, no, this. How, how does it feel kind of sharing that, Shane? <laughs> Why are you so focused on me, man? Just leave him alone, man. <laughs> hey, just leave me alone. Now's not the time. <laughs> wow. Who knew Who knew we would get to this point, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. This is This is an episode for sure, man. This is okay, an stop wasting sure. time, Shin. Come on. Get to it. Let it come better. Me? I see those tears. No way. I'm the host. <laughs> All right. 
to your mother. How are you these days? I feel like that's a question I should be asking you um, more often, figuring that we live together. But um, being the horrible son I am, I am to uh, focus on myself at times. Um, but thank you for being, thank you for speaking English, first of all, because we could interact. Um, but thank you for being a person who I could look up to. Um, since I was a young boy to now, um, especially when grandma got sick, um, I'm, I was reminded that not only are you my mother, but you're also a daughter of another mom and seeing, you know, your love and care for her, um, is one thing that challenged me during this COVID season. Um, so I, I promise to live a life, um, that, that makes you proud. Um, you know, you're never one to care about how successful I became or how much money I earned, but someone who um, was a man of God with good character. So I will strive to be that. Um, yeah, I will forever be your youngest son. I love you. Good night. Holy moly, that was so tough. That was extremely tough. Oh my gosh. Dang. Kevin, how did that feel? Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Holy moly. Our wow. listeners can't see it, but Shin's holding... I mean, you can hear it in his voice. Oh, Shin's holding back some tears right now. No way. It was all a show. Dang. Shin being... His, her only uh her youngest son gets me you know mm. something about the first hey mom uh that just does something to you huh and then just i just get that picture in my head of shin popping his head in the kitchen <laughs> Mama, what are you making <laughs> wow well, right, um so <laughs> for roses and thorns <laughs> any roses anyone uh, wow! It came out to one of came out to be one of these kinds of episodes, huh? Uh, it's it's when you least expect it. Um, this is definitely a high for me. This is a rose for sure. Um, oh, we're going to roses? Uh huh. <laughs> oh, I thought. Oh, were we Shit, not? You good? You good, man? Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Everyone good here? <laughs> we're all good here. We're all yeah, good I'm here. Dandy. All right, then we're good. You're good. He's good. I'm good. It's three good wait, dudes. What's, are, are, are we yeah, in roses and thorns. Or, let's wait, go. Wait, Shin, were you not? Or I'm confused no. now. I mean, that was a good way to end a segment. Um, family dinners, right? Hey, you know yeah, what? Real quickly. Out. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go no, ahead. no, go, no. My bad. That's my fault. I should have known <laughs> you were going to talk. That's on no. me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> okay, well. A quick encouragement to people. Um, we know uh, for some family dinners might be difficult. Um, you know, whether, you know, you may not have people to eat with um, or it might be something you're uncomfortable with. But, um, you know, us at the Shimon Shin Pod, we encourage all of our listeners, um, if you are living with someone, um, you know, the good, the good news is everyone has to eat, right? So let's take a little steps to... Uh, try to eat with mm. people under the same roof mm. um 
enjoy it while we can because we know once COVID is over, we're going to go back to eating with our friends for happy hour, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, so at least for now, let's enjoy the moment, maximize our time. And uh, yeah, let's do this all together, guys. Yeah, that was beautiful, Shin. And um, shout out to Michael Lowe. Um, who knows if you'll make it to community group this week. You might have a family dinner or family lunch or a family brunch. Um, mm. But that is one dude that really knows the importance of family. Um, yeah. Hey, Kevin, I'm really glad that we talked about I'm really glad we chose this as a topic for today. Mm. Me too, man. I went to listeners new um, how much time we spent <laughs> planning this. Um, Jeez. We spent even... hours and hours. Yeah. You know what? As as we get older, yeah, the the family dinner table gets emptier and emptier on a daily. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a good reminder, you know, try to make some time for the fam and eat some dinner together and really put the shik in the shiku, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a good one. A good place to, to... That's a good one. I like that. Man, yeah, our college listeners, man. You're gonna be going back to college soon, next next quarter or whatever. Right now is the time to enjoy it. Hmm. Live it up with your parents, your grandparents, whoever's in your house. Hmm. But yeah, um, this episode is quite long, so let's go ahead and end um, the way we know how to end it. The only way we know hmm. how to end it. The hmm. only way we end it on the Shimishin Pod. <laughs> Roses and thorns, hills and valleys, mm. mountains and desert, ice cream and milkshakes. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Sugar and salts. Keep going. Yeah, ice cubes and water. <laughs> what? Keep going, keep going, Kevin. Just keep going. Kimchi jjigae, tenjang jjigae. Kimchi jjigae, tenjang jjigae. Kopchang and Techang. Jajangmyeon Champong. Sprite and Coke. Hey, I can it start did. this off. Yeah. I, I yeah, I definitely have um I definitely have a high. Um I mean, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, this unexpectedly became a high, but uh yeah, this first week of um I guess summer break for me has just been a blast. I think it's very unlike me to um, do things spontaneously, but in the past like five, six days or so, I've just kind of said yes to whatever was thrown out. And um, yeah, like I hung out with a couple of my um, fellow Talbot seminarians. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Shout out to uh, Andrew for opening up your home. Um, Always love those times. uh, Just talking to others that are in ministry that can empathize. And that was really life-giving for me. So shout out to, to Andrew Kim, um, James Lee, Daniel Lee, Chris Kim, Jay Choi. Um, it was an awesome time just eating meat. Um, we had like one salad, like one little Costco salad for lunch. And um, everything else was just meat. So wow. that, was, that was an awesome day. Um, and yeah, uh I got to see uh, Kevin a couple days ago, um, and maybe Kevin will touch upon that. I don't know, but I was, you know, that was like super spontaneous. Um, so, mm. man, this summer break 
so far has been awesome. So that's definitely my high. I'm just having more uh, bandwidth to see people, um, to, to step out of my box, be very, you know, um, just, just live in the moment, you know? So that's my high right there, man. Wow. Wow. Did Andrew grill meat for you guys? Is it like barbecue? Uh, yeah. So we, um, his dad actually installed like a new grill in the, in their backyard. And, um, so for lunch we had, um, we had tri-tip and Andrew did that masterfully. And then for uh, for dinner, we had um, hot links, brats, and uh, ribs, pork wow. ribs. So, brats. Yeah, that was just a bunch of sausages, a bunch of ribs just um, oozing through my veins, uh, my bloodstream. Was, was it a seminary retreat or something? You guys had lunch and dinner together? Yeah, we a spent... It, we we blocked out twelve to eight. Um, wow. uh, James, James and Jay are both married. Um, their wives were like, um, "Hey, like, you're gone for quite a long time." It's like, "Hey, like, lunch and dinner." So, a shout out, shout out to uh, Cindy and uh, Elisa. Thank thank you wow. for letting James and Jay spend the whole shout day out. together. Yeah, uh, sounds fun. I'm glad you have seminary bros. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. What about you, Kevin? Any any highs or lows? Roses wow. or thorns? I mean, hills or valleys? I was gonna share one one big low that happened today, but I'll touch on that in a bit. But I mean, since Jim shared, um, I did see him a couple days ago, um, and I won't get too deep into it. But Shim dropped off food. Shim and um, some other dear brothers to my heart dropped off food for my family, um, and and I'll just say this. So I was talking with my grandpa afterwards because I was. I was introducing him to the donuts you guys brought. He's like, oh my gosh, your friends brought these donuts. And then um, I gave him some carby tongue. He's like, oh my gosh, your friends brought carby tongue. Mm. And he went to the kitchen. He's like, oh man, your friends brought tonkwasa. These guys brought enough mm. food for my family to eat for three days. But um, one thing he said is, uh, you have uh, great friends in your life. Um, make sure to keep them in your life for a long time. So, you know, grandpa said some wise words that hopefully, um, you know, I will hold dear to my heart forever. But I didn't um, think I'd be broken down multiple times in one podcast. <laughs> well, I'll break you down one more time because my low today is actually um, around uh, nine twenty three. Um, as I was preparing for a ten o'clock meeting, my internet mm. went down, and my oh. initial reaction was, you know what? I had a lot of internet issues um, during COVID, and this might be the tenth time I'm calling Frontier. Um, mm. So I called them, you know, a little angry, and I and I told them like, you know, I had it with you guys. Um, I need, a, I need, I need like, I can't be doing this, you guys. Like, you guys are just killing me. Mm. Um, and then after two hours of you know going back and forth with them, um, I actually realized that it was not Frontier's fault. Um, oh no, our garage, um, one of the outlets died. So um, all I had to do was you know do a little switcheroo, and my internet was back good to go. Oh no! So, Frontier man, um, I apologize. I know. I mean, you guys have hurt me a lot in the past, but I hurt you this time, man. I gotta own up to it. Um, and if you guys are ever hearing this, um, especially you, Janelle, the supervisor I spoke with, um, I really appreciate that fifteen dollar credit you gave me. I really don't no deserve way. it, but um, I mean, wow. 
I don't know how to contact you, so I'll take it and I'll remember it as a blessing. Um, but so thank you. And that is my low. Wait, so all right. Shin, all those times you lagged in COD, like it's because your garage door outlet no. wasn't working or I oh I, I just have like a like low internet um speed. Mm. But mm. they actually um increased it as well because they Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the low turned into a high, no? I mean it did, but at the same time I feel like a scam artist because <laughs> well, that's, if I knew it was my what fault. you are. Yeah. yeah that's I, what you are now. I'm actually a thief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm. I actually committed a sin today. You and did. You, you're confessing you, it now, brother. Yeah. You cheated on God. Sorry, God. He Sorry, Janelle. Yeah. Sorry, Frontier. <laughs> Anything oh, else, Kevin? Any other no, highs or lows, or is that that's, that's it? For it? Me. Hmm. All right. Well, for me, um, my rose this week is, I mean, it's already happened, but, um, you know, at the coffee shop, we, we treat all of our service members, uh, very well, you know, so mm. if you're from mm. LAPD, LAFD, uh, the post office lady, UPS driver, FedEx driver, Amazon delivery, mm. no matter who you are. We always either give you a discount or offer you a free drink. So we have a very good relationship for with all of our delivery service people and any any of our vendors, you know, like mm. Sintas or if they're coming for like pest control, gardening, we always offer. We're a very uh, hospitable place. Mm. It turns out this paid off pretty well. Um and shout outs to Alex, my guy at UPS. Mm. Um, dude, he really does like hook it up a lot because I can give him any package. Like uh, this was a long time ago, but for Joe's wedding, I had to return my tux. Mm. I just gave it to him, and he handled it for me. Um, a tux? Wow! Like uh, not not just a tux, but like in a box. Right, right, know? right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say like Alex, here's my tux. Yeah, can you take care of it? Um, but anyway. Uh, Alex, since we have a good relationship, he is a season holder for uh, Dodgers uh, baseball. Let's go. And just turns out he he had six free tickets to give me. So wow, six. I got I got some free tickets. And um, and we're raffling them off for one yeah, lucky listener of the Shim and Shin pod. Yes, yes, we the are. The 10th caller. Um, <laughs> Sorry, my bad. But yeah. I mean, I just thought it was really cool. I don't know. It was a very unexpected gift from a very unexpected person. And yeah, goes to show, you know, you never know who mm. being nice to, uh, you know, like how that will end up. And sometimes, you know, life gives you lemons and sometimes life gives you Dodger tickets. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. So yeah, that's my rose. That's, That's awesome. crazy, dude. Because that guy could have sold that for so much money. And wow, I mean, like, I can't imagine him having like three hundred dollars worth of free coffee from Emco, right? <laughs> so this yeah, guy is a good guy, love, man. He does love the Cohen latte. Mm. Oh, so pricey, What's in right? that? What's in the Cohen latte? The Cohen latte is made with oat milk, a mm. double shot espresso, yeah. and uh, Earl Grey tea syrup that we make in house. Wow, so tough. It's wow. our best seller. 
Really? How come? How come I never had that yet? You've never been to Emco. <laughs> I, I went to Emco many times, and I always get the strawberry matcha. <laughs> Not sure why. Wait, should that one time you came? That was literally your first time coming during hours, right? Uh, that actually might be true. Well, Emco yeah, Pocha. You only came after hours. Yeah, yeah, you're right. After hours, you're right. Um, mm. But dude, that's pretty crazy, man. I I was actually telling my manager because I was telling her I'm going to Dodger game, and I was like, dude, you would never mm. believe how how my friend got these tickets. And then mm. like other people were in a meeting, and they were all so shook. Like, dude, your friend's such a good guy for. Uh, and I even told my parents, I was like, yeah, Andrew, uh, the coffee shop he's at, <laughs> gave yeah. out free tickets, or he got free tickets. So, wow, hmm. you know, kindness goes a long way, guys. Yo, Alex might be an angel, because um, you know that oh. that verse in the Bible, right? Like, make sure you Yeah, yeah. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, there's that verse where, like, hey, make sure you're, you know, hospitable to to strangers because hey who knows they might be angels unaware you so, never know wow. alex the angel man all right guys well today's episode um we know it it was uh it was deep man we talked about the dinner table our moms being kind um and here at the shimishin pod we you know we love love we love loving we love lovers um, and we encourage you all to love those around you. Um, mm. Even those that you despise, we encourage you to fight for love. So um, at this pod, we want to end on this one note. We love you guys, and we can't wait to see you guys again next week. So please leave a comment, leave a message, um, follow us on Instagram, I did notice that um, on our most recent story that was posted, we had a people that don't follow us yeah. um, click click on it. A lot of engagement. So, a lot of engagement. Yeah, a lot of en- yeah. Oh, real quickly, our most recent poll, whoever posted that one, um, was actually one of our most popular ones. Yeah. Um, and no, girls and guys cannot be best friends. Um, yeah, I think it was unanimous. Like unanimous. All yeah, of them. Anyone? Well, yeah. one person said. You know, but we won't name any yeah. names, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, we love it. We love the engagement. Um, we look forward mm. to that every day. Andrew, um not just Andrew, but Shim, your seminary brother Andrew, he's still yeah. the last person to leave a comment and that was um three months ago. So everyone, <laughs> let's wake up, um, let's leave some comments. Um, I read Andrew's comment maybe forty five times now. And I love Andrew, but we need to see some new ones, so Mm. Um, yeah let's keep it rolling Um, I'm just gonna keep talking the music should be playing by now and slowly we're just fading away and um, people hopefully people are like oh maybe now I should leave a comment as this part is ending (laughs) and hopefully by now by now they should have hit entered and then by now they shouldn't even be hearing us but yeah they should be following us and saying hey great up um and by now we're done peace